basically says, like, when I was 15, my parents pinned a cartoon to the kitchen corkboard of a girl angrily scribbling a letter that read, Dear Mom and Dad, thanks for the happy childhood. You've destroyed any chance I had of becoming a writer. Which is funny because, you know. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah. I'll give you that one. That one's actually quite funny. <laughs> and uh, so she continues and, like, this book is dedicated to my parents. And then she goes off of that and she's like dear mom and dad thanks for the happy childhood you made becoming a writer possible in an unquantifiable number of ways including the little in- insignificant seeming ones like pinning a cartoon up on a corkboard and joking that you thought i could write a book anyway now i have and this first one is for you Welcome to the Book Jar Podcast, where both me and my friend Megan talk about book-related news and topics on a bi-weekly basis. How are you today, Megan? Doing good. Doing good? I was Feeling a little good. You know, I was a little cold. A little cold? As per usual, what's new? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, how are you? What's I'd new? love to know the like actual amount of times that we've started this and you've just said you're cold. I'm cold. Like, yeah. you're very, like, moment, like, you give me, like, a momentary update on how you're feeling, you know? It's not like, <laughs> it's not like I'm doing good. It's like, no, I'm cold. In this moment. In this second, I'm cold. Uh, I mean, you asked how I was doing, and I'm it's just being no, I'm not complaining with I'm you. just saying, it's like, <laughs> I just want to know how many times it's been cold, because I feel like maybe I should just turn up the temperature in my house. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's actually really nice outside for the middle of November, so I don't, I shouldn't even be complaining, but yeah, also, like... True. Maybe have Raynaud's syndrome and I don't know it. Yeah. You know, like maybe there's something going on with my circulation and I should get something checked out. Who knows? Very possible. And now I'm paranoid. Mm. So that's a good way to start us. That's not really a great, like that was kind of not the vibes I was going for today. I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't like, let's start off on Paranoia Island. Uh, but you know, that is how you're feeling. So I appreciate the honesty. I'm being honest. Like you, you gotta give me props for that i guess (laughs) for sure (laughs) okay so i do feel like we no okay so what have you read recently um i finished reading a book called bloom it was actually a graphic novel and it was kevin panetta and savannah ganucho okay if um and she was the illustrator and it's cute. I really liked it. It kind of followed this uh, kind of like young adult. He, he's trying to figure out if he wants to like move away and mm-hmm. like kind of wants to be with his friends who are in this band and like he doesn't really want to work for his parents who own a bakery and stuff like that. And then like just doesn't really know what he wants to do. And then he ends up hiring another boy around the same age as him who's like like he goes to school for baking, like all this stuff, and they end up getting along and like falling in love, and it's super cute. And it was just like a nice little coming of age graphic novel. I love that. Yeah, and it was easy to read, and that's what I've been needing. And that's that. And then other than that, I'm reading. I am still alive. Okay. And well, auto audio book in it. And still reading. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. And I'm almost done it. I literally have like 20 minutes left, so I just have to sit down and listen to it. 
Nice. Well, what about you? What do you got on the go? Uh, so I read, since we last reconvened, um, or convened rather, I read four books. So I read, I finished A Magic Steeped in Poison, which I was working on. Mm-hmm. And I will say like, all, like, I know I was like a little bit hesitant about like how much I liked that book. It, it is, it was it was really good. It ended on like a really irritating cliffhanger, but like not the worst. Like it wasn't like unfair cliffhanger. It was just very, a very good one. Like, yeah. I really wanted to know what happened. I also uh, found out that Judy Lynn is somewhat of a local author. I don't know exactly how local to like our specific area. Yeah. I know we were both really excited about that when I bought the second book in the series very recently. Uh, so that that was something that happened. I also read Icebreaker okay. by Hannah Grace, which is a contemporary romance that uh, focuses on two people in univers- or college in the States in California. And one is a figure skater and one is, you guessed it, a hockey player. <laughs> so that was really fun. Uh, I will say, like, I believe the history of this book is, like, she got it like self-published and like whatever and so i do think like there would have been like a little bit of love given in the editing process would have really like helped finesse this into like a really amazing read yeah however it was super fun like it was probably just like i just really i just had a lot of fun reading it i thought the characters were great i thought the plot was actually pretty good there was like one point where I was like, this part is kind of dragging for way too long. Like, I don't understand what we're doing here. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like taking a long time to get back into like the story. But I also didn't really care too much about that because the characters were so like lovable. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed it. And like, I, I, I did, I did kind of binge it in like one night as I, as I do. Yeah. And then I bought and read Laura Olympus Volume 3, which is, of course, the third volume of Laura Olympus. And I loved every second of rereading it. It took me like 40 minutes because I was just like <laughs> devouring it. Obviously, I've read it all on Webtoon, but yeah, there are some small changes that have been made to the like graphic novel and a couple. And like what I really appreciate is she includes like deleted scenes at the ends of these books sometimes of like. And I just think, like, That's those cool. are so fun because yeah. she's like, oh, like, this didn't fit, like, or, like, I took it out because it kind of, like, you know, represented this character or, like, this relationship in in a different spot than it actually was. But, like, it's so fun to read. And no, it means nothing, but, like, just watch those characters, like, interact in that situation. Like, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And then we had a little, which I'm going to be like actually showing on social media because I didn't even get the video up before I read the book. Yeah. Very classic Marissa. (laughs) But we did a thing where we went out and picked romance novels for Mm -hmm. each other and I Mm -hmm. did power through that. Yep. So I read The Perfect Princess by Elizabeth Thornton, uh, which is like, (laughs) it's like a little red book. (laughs) It's like the Harlequin book size. Yeah. It's like that trade paperback and it's got this like flashy red cover and it's very clearly like a whimsical romance kind of thing and so I went into it expecting like not a lot Mm -hmm. and just hoping for it to be really fun yeah 
And it was fun, but there was, like, a lot more plot than I thought was good. <laughs> like, I was, like, ready for Surprised. just, like, the main love interest yeah. to just be, like, shirtless the whole... And there was, like, plot. And I was like, oh, this, like, is, this is interesting. I was like, this is not what I was expecting. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was fun. Like, I had fun reading That's it. That's good. But... When I think, like, like, for a little sneak peek for our listeners, we, like, ended up going to a bookstore. And... Yeah picked a harlequin type romance novel for each other that we think each other would like yeah and, and that was very different from what we would normally yes pick up so we were trying very hard to be like oh this even if you were to pick out like a romance for yourself like i'm trying to pick out something you'll enjoy yeah but not something you would spend your own money on kind of thing yeah exactly so it was kind of like a fun little thing for us to just like I don't know, get out of our comfort zones yeah. and like have fun reading and just see, you know, like you don't really do those things where you like go and pick a different yeah. genre and expect to like it. I will say like having done it, I I already like want to do it again. Yeah. I don't know if we'll do it with like a different genre or if we'll do romance again, which I think is just kind of like fun and I want to say easy read, but this one actually was like mm-hmm. pretty plot heavy. Like I was, I was very surprised with that. I thought it was going to be just a lot of romance scenes, and it wasn't. I will say, so I didn't tell you this <laughs> outside the podcast, <laughs> but it was the third in a series. Was it? Yeah. Oh but my! But it was like a third in a series where I think they focus on different characters. Okay, good. I was like, that would have been confusing. Yeah. So there was like one moment where they were talking about a different couple, and it, they, the 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 like the narration lingered there a little bit longer than like I thought was necessary and it was kind of just showing them in like a loving moment so I I assume that that's one of the characters from like book one or two mm-hmm. where they they had their little like moment where you're like oh they're still together and they're so cute and everything so there was there was that but otherwise like it didn't read like a sequel or like a oh, series <laughs> But I I put it into like the story graph and it was like men from special branch number three. And I was like, oh, this is a series. Cool. We didn't even start on one. Well, that's just. But it worked out fine. It was totally fine. Yeah, Yeah, it works out good. That's the the game of the that we're doing. Yeah, it was was good. good. It was not confusing. So that was kind of my reading week. So a lot of romance I had. Yeah. It's very romance heavy, which is, I don't know. I feel like I'm in like that kind of mode right now, which is fine. You can stay in that mode as long as you need to. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. It's fun. And you're powering through things. And I'm still not at my reading goal. So there's that. I I will say I was just going to (laughs) mention that. So I am two books away. Oh, shit. And I'm five books ahead of schedule. Wow. And I have completed my pages goal. That's pretty Now, good. to be fair, I do think my pages goal was set a little bit low. So I'm going to see how high I can get that now that I've, like, basically, like, I only have two books left, too. So, you know, obviously within the next, like, month and a half, I'll be able to read two books. That's pretty simple for me. So I, I do think I'm going to see how high I can get that. Right now I'm at 19,713 pages. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Um, I just, I love the data, you know? Yeah. I like looking at it. I mean, I was getting a little sad there because, like, I was, like, four books away, like, from being on track. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even, like, 
four books away from my goal. Four books away from being on track. <laughs> so how far behind are you? You're four books from I, being on track still, or are three, you? I'm three books now because I finished. Okay, so that's good though. Like the you graphic made an improvement. novel, I did, and then like the graphic novel helped with my pages because I was at like 400 and some pages until I've caught up, and now I'm at 284. So like I'm getting caught up, but I'm still like like I need to read seven more books to get my goal goal and i'm like i don't know which and what was your goal again 30 books i think that's fine though like i think obviously like i'm not gonna be like oh that's shitty but (laughs) i do think like if you're like a like a book away that it's like almost counts you know like you know what i mean like you're getting close yeah and you did set it like decently high for what you had read the previous year i think right like I think so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I was on a roll at the beginning of the year and then... Kind of fell off. It fell yeah. off. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I might think, be able to. I think you get some bonus points, too, because you were reading out of your comfort zone a couple times. That's true. Like, yeah. you probably would have hit the 30 if you just stuck with young adult fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, hey, read this classic. Hey. That will take you, like, exactly. two months. <laughs> exactly. I've had a few books like that that took me a lot longer than normal it's really my fault you can blame it on me all right it's marissa's fault i don't read my (laughs) make my challenges this month all right so we should probably move into our topic for the week which is our favorite acknowledgements slash dedication pages in books Mm -hmm. and i think this one's gonna be really interesting because i like i think for some of the situations i do need to explain what the book is about for you to get why i love it so much yeah but for others, I just thought they were funny. And I did I did come across a few that, like, they're books I haven't read, but I did mm-hmm. Google it, and mm-hmm. I just think they're worth mentioning. So I'll mention those at the end. Okay, that sounds good. But I, I kind of want to start with, like, what I'm going to call the the best one I've seen because it actually made me read the book, mm-hmm. which is impressive. And this was part of the, like, marketing for the book, I swear, because, like, I just saw it everywhere on BookTok. I've talked about it like a couple weeks ago, but it was The Court of the Vampire Queen. Oh, yes. By Katie Roberts. Mm-hmm. And the dedication says, to everyone who is Team Damon, Team Spike, and far too into Dimitri Belagov, who I assume is from Vampire Academy. I think so. Sounds yeah. like it. So I saw somebody share this on Book Talk, and they were like, this is the best dedication I've, like, ever read. Like, I feel so seen. hmm And I was sitting there just having finished watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time and being, like, far too into Spike. <laughs> and years ago, when I did watch Vampire Diaries, which I didn't watch it for that long, but I, Damon was obviously my favorite. Yeah. And so I was, I just, I just picked it up. I was like, you know, like, it's got to happen. And uh, I think that's pretty good. You know, like, if you could make me pick up your book based off of the dedication page, it was a good dedication page. Yeah, I like that because you are straight up dedicating it to the people that you want to read it. So, yeah. yeah. I also felt very seen. And I will say, like, it was, this was the book that was, like, it's very, (laughs) it's very much erotica. Yeah. (laughs) Just in case anyone's, like, kind of thinking about picking it up. Just so you have a heads up, I did not. I bought the book and then I was like, wow, I should have maybe looked into it a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Like I should have read like one review, maybe, because I went and read reviews afterwards and they were like, 
they were all very clear that it was and it was like listed as erotica and I was like cool probably should have like yeah, maybe the dedication was too good the like, dedication was too good yeah but i will say like i did enjoy it and it did it did fulfill a promise like if you like spike mm-hmm. you will love one of the characters like a thousand percent it was basically a spike copy without being a spike copy like he still mm-hmm. felt like his own character but he was definitely giving off spike vibes so if if that calls to you and you want a little spice in your book then go for it because it was it was good and i must say i picked that book up in the bookstore (laughs) first page i turned to was spice it was spice it was and it wasn't that far in the book so you know the relationship wasn't that established yet (laughs) i will say yeah uh yeah yeah. yeah. It's like, what can you say about it without... Without saying words that... We don't want to say it. I will say, so they use the proper name for female anatomy. Okay. Frequently. <laughs> yeah. And the premise, so there's vampires and obviously with a vampire of the... Or court of the vampire queen, that's pretty obvious. But there's also seraphs, which are angels. Okay. It's essentially angels. It's a little bit of a simplification, uh, which are generally like an enemy of a vampire. Mm-hmm. So that paints That's many reasons why I liked it, maybe. Oh. And I will say the opening scene sets the tone for basically the whole book in which, and I don't feel bad about spoiling the opening scene, a girl arrives at a house, is attacked by a vampire, mm-hmm. kind of. Like they have a they they say words and then he definitely attacks her to <laughs> yeah. bite her because he's like being starved. Mm-hmm. And in this world, when you are bit by a vampire, it's like endorphins. Oh. And so she has a lot of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> she she basically has some very sexual feelings right off the bat that. She, yeah, like she's a prepared for because she knows about vampires, so she knows as soon as he bites her, it's going to feel good. He, like, she knows that. She knows. That. Okay, so, so she grew aware. up around vampires, and okay. like, so she knows what like is about to happen, and she was sent there basically as like a blood bag for him. Oh, and I'm gonna just leave it at that because mm-hmm. like anything else is spoilers, but. Given the fact that their bite is very like pleasurable, you can imagine that that just kind yeah. of yeah that sets ramps the tone real fast. Yeah, <laughs> sets the tone for the whole book there for I sure. I will say like as far as like there's definitely like certain scenes that and there is a content warning in the opening, so like if you're curious about that and like lots of people are really honest on like reviews and stuff, so like any of that kind of stuff bothers you, but like there was a little bit of uh like obviously there was moments of like not definitely not like fully consensual sexual acts but Mm -hmm. like i will say it wasn't fully like i think the first scene is really the only time where it's like that fully wasn't agreed upon and then it is kind of agreed upon after okay so you have like one moment of like "Mm, this maybe could have went one way or the other and then the next kind of time it's like an agreement okay 
Well, that's so, good. I feel I, like you have to, to you with have that kind to, of but stuff. But, like, definitely yeah. if that's triggering for you, like, I can see, like, that yeah. would be problematic. But I do think if it's, like, not super triggering for you, you you might be able to read it. But obviously, by your own judgment there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's the, what's the next one? What's the first one on your list? The first one on mine is, uh, I've brought this book up a couple times before, but Fable by Adrian Young. Yes. Um, and this is like one of the first dedications that popped into my head, um, when we picked this topic and it says like for dad, it took a whole book to say goodbye. And then it's, it's followed by like a bunch of these random numbers. I know it's so sad. I came in with the erotica (laughs) book, Megan, and you're going to make me cry. I, and like, I just want to say like, I started reading acknowledgements like after I really like a book because I like to read like what's going on in the author's mind and like who helped them or whatever. They always have cute little things in their acknowledgements. And like, I just, yeah, like I just love it. And like, I was literally tearing up today like reading all these acknowledgements yeah. i'm like these are so good <laughs> like, some of them are were like intense yeah like they're and it's just nice like can i just say that like i also had the feeling of like reading through a couple books because i i i was just sitting in my basement like opening books to the first page and like seeing if i and i just like a lot of them mean nothing to me mm-hmm. because they were like, oh, for Joe. And I was like, I don't know Joe. I'm yeah. sure he felt really loved, but I don't yeah. really care about this one. And I would like close the book. But it started to occur to me like it's it's so weird because there's so many people who like theoretically went into this book. Like it it is yeah. really weird. Like it, you made the dedication page because you obviously yeah. meant something enough that like you inspired them or like you helped get this book out and like it just occurred to me how much and I think as like a writer like sometimes you feel very alone in the process but like you're not really like there's always people in your corner yeah and it's like there are a lot of generic like oh thank you mom and dad thank you so and so like there was a lot of that and like you know maybe they just didn't know what to say in the moment like you're just kind of like overwhelmed like what how do I say this how do I like I express my gratitude but once when they get it, like it's good. And yeah. it's like and there is again, like there's so much they put in acknowledgments that are like explain why they decided to write yeah. this book. So like for Adrienne Young, like she this book she thought of like when her father passed away mm-hmm. within days after like his memorial and stuff, she like had this like intense vision of a girl watching a ship go away and she knew the dad was on there and he was never coming back like this was a vision she had in her mind Mm -hmm. afterwards and when she was like going through her dad's things all this stuff she like found these maps that he collected which she never knew that he collected but her mom was like yeah like this is this is what he likes to do all this stuff so like she created this cipher like these numbers that are in the dedication as like talking to her dad mm-hmm. kind of a thing like we may never know what it means and she probably will never tell us because it is like a personal thing to her and it's based using like a rare edition of one of her dad's favorite books i guess that's just cute so freaking cute and like that's really i don't cute. know i don't like i love that i love that she took this really important book to her this idea that she got from basically her dad passing away and yeah. made it into something and like that into something beautiful i really like that I will say, so 
I was going to go in a different order here, but you kind of switched the tone and I want to match it. So, okay. There's, <laughs> there's one that was, a, again, like a lot of people thanking their parents and just kind of being like, thank you. And mm-hmm. like, that was it. Mm-hmm. But this one really, this one kind of got me. So Skin of the Sea by Natasha Brown. Uh, and she said, dedicated to my mom who couldn't read very well, but made sure I did. Oh, which was like, I just really love that because I think a lot of the time, you know, I, parents give up so much Mm -hmm. and parents do so much to make sure maybe not all parents, but like lots of parents give up so much to make sure that you have something better. And I feel like that was probably a nice moment for her mom to like, know that that was something that happened. Yeah. But like how pre- like I just I just had this image of, you know, like this little girl being like just her mom like reinforcing this idea of yeah. reading and just like going over the top about it and potentially that being like super frustrating sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like making sure that that was something and then she becomes an author of all things like that's so that's so beautiful. I it's love that. So one. I love that. Like you just like get a whole image of their life and yeah, how it was they like a little up. insight into the life. And I can't I obviously can't assume a lot of things off of that. But yeah, it is like I just I felt like that was I, I that was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I really love that. one. That's really nice. I kind of I'll keep jumping off of the family dedication. OK, <laughs> since we're going here. Um, so Rebel of the Sands by Alwyn Hamilton. So she has like a really cute dedication and basically says like, when I was 15, my parents pinned a cartoon to the kitchen corkboard of a girl angrily scribbling a letter that read, dear mom and dad, thanks for the happy childhood. You've destroyed any chance I had of becoming a writer. Which is funny because, you know. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah. I'll give you that one. That one's actually quite funny. <laughs> and uh, so she continues and like, this book is dedicated to my parents. And then she goes off of that and she's like, dear mom and dad, thanks for the happy childhood. You made becoming a writer possible in an unquantifiable number of ways, including the little in- insignificant seeming ones like pinning a cartoon up on a corkboard and joking that you thought I could write a book anyway. Now I have. And this first one is for you. Oh, I this love is that. So cute. And my, I don't know. I love these. The family <laughs> so I'm gonna dedications. Go, I'm going to go off of the family thing. Um, and the really cute dedication. So The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. Okay, yeah. And I believe this is his daughter, although I'm going to be really embarrassed if I'm wrong. But he dedicated it and he said, My dear Lucy. So it's a bit of a long one, so bear with me. Okay. My dear Lucy, I wrote this story for you. But when I began, it hadn't, when I began it, I had not realized that girls grow quicker than books. As a result, you are already too old for fairy tales. And by the time it is printed and bound, you will be older still. But someday you will be old enough to start reading fairy tales again. You can then take it down from some upper shelf, dust it, and tell me what you think of it. I shall probably be too deaf to hear and too old to understand a word you say. But I shall be, I shall still be your affectionate godfather. Oh, there it is. Godfather. There C.S. we go. Lewis. C.S. Lewis. And I just thought that one was really cute. <laughs> just because that's probably kind of how it happened too. Yeah. And like, I just love him being like, it's okay that I did not write this fast enough for you to read yeah. while you were a little girl. But I know you'll love it one day. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's super sweet. I have one that's like 
So like this one, you have to kind of know what the book's about. And it's called No One Is Talking About This. Um, And the acknowledgement is to my sister, my brother-in-law, who let me share in her life. And most of all, to my little love, Lena, you are not here to teach us, but we did learn. And so the book is about basically this author, like her niece was born with this disease called um, Proteus Syndrome. Okay. And how what happens is one half of your body grows at a different rate than the other half of your body. Mm-hmm. So they lost her like when she was in infancy still. So it was just like, I don't know. It's just like a really, like the dedication is like for Lena and you're like, who's Lena? Yeah. And then you get to the acknowledgement and read the whole book and you understand like, oh, this is like what the author's gone through with her family. and. Yeah, it's just like, wow, that's got me in my feels. Mm -hmm. You got me in my heart. And you just, I don't know. It was really good and personal, you know? I like that. Like, you you didn't have to put that in there. Like, you could have, you don't have to tell anyone. Anything. Anything. And then you chose to and you're, like, raising awareness for the syndrome that 200 known cases in the world, like. Yeah. And, like, how hard was that to write, you know? Yeah, well, exactly, and, like, oh, that one hits hard. I I really like that. I like when people are vulnerable mm-hmm. because it's so hard to be vulnerable. It's yeah. so much easier to not. <laughs> exactly, and, like, I know, wait, I just, I'm going to go off another one because it's, again, it's another, yeah. like, vulnerable thing, mm-hmm. Um, which Shadow by Susan Denard and so she I've been following on Instagram for a while and she went through tons of IVF therapy like mm-hmm. she was you know posting about it on Instagram and everything like that and she went through like a really traumatic like birth and all of this stuff so she dedicated with shadow to her daughter who she calls Cricket it's like a cute little pet name I'm like oh that's so adorable it's <laughs> really cute and So she's writing about her daughter and the acknowledgement. And she said, I started drafting this book when you were just an embryo being formed for IVF. And I finished writing it shortly after you were born. Becoming your mom was the best choice I ever made, Cricket, and the best battle I ever fought. It wasn't until you existed in this world that I could finally understand Gretchen. Anyways, one of the characters, she's a mom in in the story. And yeah, she's like, this story is for you. And I was like, Yes, (laughs) my heart. Because like I knew this like about this author and her life, and then it's like she was, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it was a good one. I like that a lot. So I have another one that like kind of it's a little bit more serious and it hits the heartstrings, but Mm -hmm. like it doesn't. There's not a lot of information in it. At the same time, it's very poetic. So it's um from the book Burn by Juliana Baggett, and she writes. For David Scott, sometimes all I want to do is lie down, blur, blur blind, life weary, and survive with you. And I read that and I was like, that is the most beautiful dedication I think I've ever read. <laughs> and so sweet. And uh, Burn is the third book in a trilogy. And the, the, the first book is called Pure, which I've talked about before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But... It is essentially like a dystopian novel, and so it it gets like in that moment of like, who would you sit down and like watch 
or like want to survive for or survive with mm-hmm. if the world and I just really love that that's the dedication for that book yeah that's it, really sweet it wouldn't have worked with like any book yeah but I do really like that that was that one yeah that's kind of like the ones we're meant to find by Joan He. yeah the very last line of her acknowledgement it's like she like ties in like the title of her book yeah. it's so cute and it's like and finally to William I saved the cheese just for you through thick and thin proximity and distance you were the one I was meant to find that's really cute it's I super love that. cute and I, I feel that. like notice going through all these acknowledgements that last line like it always gets me it's always it's always the last one right yeah they're like this is it this this is the person that I'm want to like end my acknowledgement on so obviously it's like super important so I have one more like poetic one and then I think the rest of mine are like somewhat joking yes like funny I I have a few of those though yeah so the last one I want to mention is from Nets by Jen Bourbon so this uh requires a little bit of explanation so Nets by Jen Bourbon is a an erasure a book of erasure poems which is essentially taking some sort of source material and then erasing things from it in order to get the new poem. Okay. So this is like uh, blackout poetry is kind of the most familiar form of this where you take like a newspaper and then you take a marker and you black out all the words except for a few and then that makes the poem. Mm -hmm. But what Jen Bourbon did was she actually took the sonnets from William Shakespeare and she uses those to create new poems and it's really really beautiful the way that they lay it out so you can actually see the whole sonnet but the words that she's choosing are the ones that are bolded and the rest are like very very faint like kind of hard to read and stuff and one of them (laughs) she just highlighted his name so it's just will 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 over and over and over again that's the whole poem like one of the sonnets that's all she did and so she dedicated it for Will. Aww. Hold me to my name. And I love that. Because, like, so one, nice. it's a book of poetry. So I just love that it's a poetic dedication. Yeah. You know, we're not trying to be out of theme with the book. But I, it's just really, really beautiful. I don't know if there's another meaning. Like, I don't know much about her. So I don't know if, like, she knows somebody else named Will that is also dedicated to. But I also love dedicating it to, like, obviously William Shakespeare and being, like, this like you kind of have to like I'm taking your source material and making something yeah. new which is beautiful but I, I just love the way that she did it so I I really love that one I, I read it the other day when I was doing my little notes for this episode and I was like oh I forgot that that one was like that nice that's a really nice one I'm gonna change it up Remember? yeah change it up to the funny ones let's go with the funny ones <laughs> the first one I have is the bone witch by Rin Chupeco okay and literally in her acknowledgement, it's so funny. She's like, and also to Tom Hiddleston, just because I've always wanted to thank Tom Hiddleston for something. Keep doing what you do, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, she knows Tom Hiddleston. No, no she's, she's just, just like, you know what? I just really want to mention your name in a book. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have um, this one. Again, this is going to be a little bit of explanation. It's also going to show what a sports dork I am. So... <laughs> There's a, this is an autobiography, uh, so it's by Steve Dangle, who is not a hockey player. He's a professional hockey fan, which sounds ridiculous, but he literally got famous on YouTube because he decided after every Leafs game, he was going to make a YouTube video. 
basically like going over what happened and breaking down the game and like doing a fan reaction right okay so it's like it's all fan reaction like he's not trying to be like too much of an analyst like sometimes he delves into that but yeah he just basically you know says like this is what happened and like this is how I feel about it and like you know obviously if they win he's very excited and if they lose he's very sad and he screams a lot Mm -hmm. and so my partner being a Leafs fan I started watching these videos with him because they are quite funny because he's just very like expressive and he yells a lot and then they lose and he gets really mad and obviously those videos go viral because they're funnier than the ones that yeah when they win so like that he is like a personal dilemma because he gets famous off of the ones that go viral but like they're when the Leafs lose so then he's being a bad fan anyway it's a whole thing (laughs) and he wrote a book and it's called this team is ruining my life but I love them Mm -hmm. which again I think is just a very funny title of the book because that's how he feels yeah and that's the persona he gives. But he he does the whole thing. He thanks his grandparents. He thanks his parents. He thanks his sister. And then he says, uh, thank you all for reading to me and sorry for all the yelling hockey was on. And then he thanks his wife. And then he just says, John Tavares is a leaf. Which is like the funniest like dedication I've ever read in terms of the fact that like John Tavares had just signed with the Leafs. <laughs> when the book came out and that was like all you saw all over Twitter and so I was like this this man really like he was really proud of that line like and Aww, a- I remember yeah. when I read it for the first time I like read that and I was like oh my god you're so ridiculous like I was just like you really like you went in you're like my grandparents are awesome my parents read to me like thank you my sister's amazing my wife's yeah. awesome but also John Tavares the leaf like, yeah <laughs> So proud of it. So proud. Oh, I love I love that when they just like add little quirky things that are like important to them and yeah. acknowledgements too. Cause like Yeah, because then yeah, you're getting a little piece of them and not just again yeah. the generic old thanks my family, thanks yeah. my friend. And I liked like it shows personality too, which you kind of yeah. do need for like the entirety of the book anyway, because like it just shows his personality. Like that's this I, is what you're in for. Yes. And yeah, like I have a few that show like personality of these authors, like for the Gilded Wolves by Roshani Chokshi. Her dedication is like for Aman, which is her husband, who said, "Say something cool about me." Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I love that. So I thought it was super cute because it's just like that's just like the relationship is like yeah. coming through on the page versus yeah. being like, "Oh, like to the love of my life." It's like. Yeah, he he wanted me to say something cool about him, but nah. But (laughs) But this is also dedicated to him because I put it there. I love that. And then I have um, another girl, The Merciful Crow by Margaret Owen, and she has one for her parents. And she's like, no, you're not in this one, but the cat had first dibs. And I'm like, (laughs) ah, that's cute too. (laughs) That's funny. I love that. Uh, Rick Riordan has one as well. It's in House of Hades. Mm -hmm. And it reads... To my wonderful readers, sorry about that last cliffhanger. Well, no, not really. And then in all caps, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> but seriously, I love you guys. <laughs> so I was like, that is the funniest shit ever. You're like, no, I'm not. But like, love you. So fu- yeah, and that's another thing. When they dedicate it to their readers, um, RF Kong did that for her last book, The Burning God. Yeah. And she literally, she's like, to my readers, 
who stayed with the series until the end and came prepared with a bucket for their tears. And I'm like, yes, that is how we felt. Thank you for that. (laughs) Do you have any more? I do have... Not, no. Oh, okay. (laughs) I think that's it. Well, I have one more, but it's like... Honorable mention? Yeah. Yeah, so I have have one more. I'm not going to go through all of them. Yeah. But it's uh, Lemony Snicket. A series of unfortunate events and it's actually every book so what you need to know about lemony snicket a series of unfortunate events is that lemony snicket is not the actual writer mm-hmm. it's a character who is writing about the bottle air orphans so but he like he's very dedicated to this persona of lemony snicket so he dedicates each book to lemony snicket's uh ex-fiance well fiance who died um, and she broke off the marriage before she died. So in the first book, he writes to Beatrice, who is this woman, darling, dearest, dead. And then in the next book, he says, for Beatrice, my love for you shall live forever. You, however, did not. And in the third book, he says, for Beatrice, I would much prefer if you were alive and well. Aww. And it's just like, it's kind of sad, but it's also like kind of. Like, it's just such a, such a dedication to, like, commit to this. Yeah. Because I just, and I just think it's, like, I just, I think it just proves how much, like, thought went into these books, which is, like, so amazing to me because they are children's books. And, but they're, like, not quite, they're, like, kind of funny, but not because he's committing to this bit, Mm -hmm. which I love and is kind of funny. But then they're super sad. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't know how to feel quite how to feel. But like, and then like some of them are like awkwardly sad. Like they don't like Darling Dearest Dead is like not that's not how I would say it. No. And you're like, this is kind of funny, but also sad and also dark and also. the Yeah. Yeah. And it fits the theme of the book really well. Like it's so amazing like so like the one in vile village is for beatrice summer without you is as cold as winter winter without you is even colder mm-hmm. no <laughs> and it's just like okay you're like yeah sounds cool right are you okay <laughs> is everything all right no but you're fictional so yes yeah, you yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's the dedication that i really love like the commitment to it is the dedication to the dedication the dedication to the dedication. <laughs> Uh, so I will say I do have a couple honorable mentions as well. So why don't you get us started there? Okay, so first honorable mention is The Bone House by Emily Lloyd-Jones. And she just acknowledges this random guy, Josh, of the Conway Tur- Tourist Information Center. Because without him, she wouldn't have been able to figure out the Welsh public transit system. And I thought, that's kind of cute. Because yeah. it, it shows, like... Her adventures into writing this book and getting yeah. and figuring out her setting and location of and you know the background and then there's just this guy Josh she remembered who was kind to her and he got in her book yeah like good job Josh <laughs> I so Glass Sword by Victoria Abbeyard mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> I kind of love this one so before I thank any one person I would like to thank the leftover pizza I'm currently eating it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that would be 
how I would want to start a dedication. I love page. that. You're just like, what can I write about? Oh, leftover pizza. This is perfect. Yeah. I also have City of Ashes by Cassandra Clare, who dedicated it for my father, who is not evil. Well, maybe a little bit. Which I feel like my dad would not appreciate that joke I, one bit. Yeah, like hopefully that's like a inside joke. Yeah, I hope between so. the two of them. Um, Austin Land by Sh- Shannon Hale is for Colin Firth. You're a really great guy, but I'm married, so I think we should just be friends. Okay, cute. <laughs> and uh, No Way Back by Matthew Klein for mom, and then in brackets, just skip over the sex scenes, please. <laughs> Which if I ever write a book and there's sex scenes in, I might borrow that, that one. Like, that's, that's good. Um, I do have Iron Widow by Jiren J. Xiao. Okay. And they wrote, well, if you didn't pay for this, that's fine. But please leave me a rating and review on Goodreads for Amazon. And then just capital LOL. And like, <laughs> yes. Like, you're, you know... Hey. You're calling us. You're calling all of us readers out. I'm sure we've all done that at least once in our yeah. lifetime. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I also like "I Was a Child" by Bruce Eric Kaplan's, which is this book is for my parents who tried. Oh, <laughs> it's just like some of these I would just like so like so great. Oh, and then I should mention one just because. I think this is me. Uh, so Snow Like Ashes by Sarah Roche. Mm-hmm. And this is to everyone who first who read the first brackets horrible draft of the story and did not laugh when 12 year old me said someday I'm going to get this published, <laughs> which I must say, I think I've done to you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like this is this is going to be a bestseller. But, of course, you were 12 at the time, too. So yeah, like, so I like, was yeah, like, heck, is. yes, you are going to get published. Like, why are we even having this discussion? Obviously. <laughs> it's amazing. I And I just love, I love that they can have fun with their dedications yeah. and acknowledgments because, like, sometimes you're reading these books and they're, like, so intense and, like, you yeah. know, they have to go to these, like, different parts of themselves to mm-hmm. write it. And then they have, like, this part in this book that's, like, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, don't worry. I'm still me. These people are what, like, make me yeah. who I am. And Which I will say, if you follow Jiren Zhao on, like, any social media, you will also see that they have, like, a lot of fun mm-hmm. with, like, a lot of things. Like, I think they make fun of their own book in a way. Mm-hmm. But, like, not, obviously not disrespectfully or, like, even from an outsider's point of view. I don't even, like, it's just, like, really funny. Yeah. And then they end up like liking a whole bunch of memes that people make about their book, which I think is also really fun. Yeah. So, yeah, which is good because that book is very intense mm-hmm. in sections. So, like, it's nice to see. Uh, yeah. Did you have any other things you wanted to mention? No, that's kind of... That's kind of it, eh? Yeah. Well, let's get our book jar. All right. Drop the whole jar. <laughs> don't. don't I told do that. you not to break our three dollar jar. Yeah, I know what a tragedy that would be. Okay, so this one's from Alicia, who says, "What books were not worth the hype?" Yeah, 
Gonna unpack a lot here for Marissa, I'm sure. I I try so hard not to I just, shit on some books, and I feel like that might. I think no. it'll be. It gives us permission. No. Yeah, it gives us. Permission. I also. I do feel like I have reasons, so I'm never. Yeah, you like as long as you can back up your claim. Why yeah. not? Like, sorry, Coho fans, but <laughs> this one might not be for you. This one might not be for you. I. Although I will say, I like if you have fun reading, that's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm definitely not gatekeeping or t- trying to gatekeep any sort of books. It's just if you want to know which ones I think shouldn't be as popular, I have some strong opinions. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm, I have a few too. So it'll yeah. be, it'll be fine. We'll have a, yeah, we'll have a, a, a healthy, a healthy session. Yeah, like. It's and if you want to come to that, please do. Please do. I will say also, like I've I've talked, and we'll talk about this a little bit next week. But I do think, like like again, like I said, like if you love a book, that's yeah. all that you. That's need. all that matters. That's all that you need. If you're having fun and you're enjoying it, I really, I really do think, like it doesn't matter. Yes, but I, I I'm kind of excited for this one. But yes. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Did you want to mention any up and coming books? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Because <laughs> I kind of do. Yeah. What do you have? What do you so have? So I have um, a Venom. I think it's a Venom Dark and Sweet, which is the second of A Magic Steeped in Poison. Oh, yeah. And I'm very excited to read that. But I am actually currently working on... The Sunbearer Trials by Aidan Thomas. Oh, those sound neat. Yeah, so it has a lot to do with the gods, and there's, like, kind of a sacrifice, and it's very, like, LGBT. I actually got it in, like, an LGBTQ, like, bookstore. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that one. And beyond that, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I got to read The Ninth House. Yes. For our book club. I finally got mine in the mail. Yay. So That's I want to start that, and I also want to start the book you gave me, uh, Pride and Pleasure by <laughs> Sylvia Day. And yeah. I just want to say it doesn't look like, you know, it looks like just like a, a fantasy yeah. novel, but it's, uh, or like a, or not even fantasy, like a historical romance. Yeah. But what gets you is the pride and pleasure. That's yeah. how you know what it's about. I, I did. So you picked one for me and it was funny. I'm going to tell this story because I just think it's funny. So we went to a bookstore and then we went to the mall. Yeah. And we left the books on the dash of my car. <laughs> and as we were walking in, you made the note that like maybe like people would see them. And I was like, that's really funny because mine looks like a Harlequin romance. Yeah. Like, not super bad. Like, it didn't have, like, the half-naked dude. <laughs> yeah. But it definitely had the vibe of, like, this is definitely, like, uh, like a, you know, like, it looked like a fluffy romance novel. It actually wasn't. But, like, it looked like it. And yours didn't. Yeah. But yours definitely, like, if they read the title, it was like, is this just straight up erotic? It, it literally, yeah. You're like, okay. And, like, I totally was like, oh, it's going to be, like, a Pride and Prejudice retelling. Maybe it is. I don't know. I'm not that far in it. Yeah. But right now it's pride and pleasure, and that's all I got to go off of. That's and all you got to go off. so it didn't start with like a sex scene. It didn't. Okay. 
so far. Because you read like a, a few pages, yes. Yeah, I'm about halfway through the first chapter. And yeah. I'm so excited for you to just be like, this was like the worst plot, but so much fun to read. That's yes. all I want. Yes. That was my hopes with picking out that book is I was like, can we make it so like it's like the most fun? Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't care about anything else. Yes. Like, you and know? that was a point. Like I was like, you know, give me whatever. Give yeah. me whatever. I'm up open for this. So yeah. yeah, we'll let you guys know our thoughts on those. Yeah. All right. Again. Uh, again, as always, we have a Discord channel that we would really love for you to be a part of. So go check out uh, the link in the description of this podcast or check us out on Instagram and you can find the link there. We would love to have you join and tell us what you think about this podcast episode, what you think about books you're currently reading. Yes. Give us some book recommendations, topic recommendations, yes. all that good stuff. And, and by the time this airs, we will be discussing our first book yes which is that me. weekend so yeah next weekend but also yeah. this coming weekend this coming week if that makes sense yeah yeah <laughs> so if you want to get in on that it's not too late as mm -hmm. long as it's not sunday yeah just power read and it. if not then you can join us for our next one which is laura olympus which will be very fun i'm super excited about that one. yeah so i do think that's it for today go check us out on instagram if you want to do that we're at the book jar pod Again, Discord channel in the server. Otherwise, I mean, just pick up a book and have some fun, I think was the takeaway today. Yeah. And let us know if there's like an amazing dedication page that we missed. Yes. Please let us know because maybe we'll read it. Yeah. Because I've definitely picked up a couple books based off mm -hmm. of the, the, uh, the dedication page. All right. And that's pretty much it. So we will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.